Julie, what day is it? I don't know what day it is. I don't know what we're talking about today. I am just a hot mess right now. So since like last Thursday, I've been texting Julie like, okay, when are we recording next? What's the next subject? Like, let's talk about this. And she's just like, da, 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 da. Like, have you been drunk for the past six days? I have not. I think I've just been very distracted. Have you been taking um, your medication? No, I haven't taken my medication since April. Beginning wow. of April. Since my last day of work. But um, it's amazing I haven't gained, like, 50 pounds because I've heard that that's what happens when you stop taking Adderall. But for me, it is not, so I'm blessed. Oh, well. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Hashtag um, blessed. But I uh, – no, I think it's because of my job situation. It's been, like, soaking up a lot of my attention. As it should. Um, I.e. the search. The grand search for employment has been a good one. Um, so yeah, I think that's just been a tad distracting. So low siento. Yeah. So, um, we are actually doing a two a day today. Today we are, I know, like the show. About I'm excited. The about the football. Um, We're just way less hot than that one guy from MTV. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording, um, on Elizabeth lunch break again, a nice midday, midday sesh. Yeah. And then tonight we are recording for Thursday's Hysteria Happy with Hour with, with your favorite, your girl coming at you live, live and live in action. And, li- and live, live and live in color. color. Not there she action. is. There she is. <laughs> um, also, fun fact, I had the subject matters mixed up for today's mini. So Elizabeth's going to be leading the charge with the research. Yeah. Um, and I I'm have gonna some be, of it. I'm going to just be commentating, commentating, be great. embellishing, answering yeah. questions, concerns, all those good things. Julie, are you superstitious? So, um, I might have a different answer by the end of this podcast, maybe. I, I am about some things and like sometimes, I guess. I don't know. Um, are you? I think you're more OCD than you are superstitious. Well, I was, you know, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about like when I walk on a sidewalk, like not yeah. stepping on cracks. That definitely might be more OCD than a superstitious. Because um, that was the first thing that also came to my mind. Yeah. But um, like if I spill salt, depending on if I did just clean my floors or not, I might throw some salt over my shoulder. But, like, if I just cleaned, I'm, like, not going to bother because then I'm just going to get my floors dirty again. But if I'm going to, like, vacuum the next day, then I might, you know, toss a little over the shoulder for good measure. Um, but, like, my husband and I stayed together the night before our wedding, and that's supposed to be bad luck. And then again, maybe that's what caused all of the 2020 It's shit. your fucking fault, Julie. We, we really might have ruined everything <laughs> for everyone. So... <laughs> So, um, I have a few of the like common superstitions. Um, I just cherry picked a few and actually salt over your shoulder is not one of the ones that I picked, but, um, I I have, I heard that then. I don't, I mean, it it is a superstition. It's like, if you, isn't it like if you, if you spill salt, it's bad luck. And then you have to throw it over your shoulder. You have to take it and like throw it over your opposite shoulder to like reverse the bad luck. It's, I don't know. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's dumb. You're just, it's you're dumb. just impaling people in the eye with yeah. sodium chloride <laughs> in the middle of a restaurant. Like, exactly. What? So the first thing that I found was um, 
and I got my so my sources are like all over the place because I've basically used a list of like generic superstitions and then I just did research on each subject um separately because I honestly just pulled the information that I liked the best there you so, go I like that um the first one I wanted to go through was about back black cats I just think this takes me back to when you were um adopting Murphy and you had to go through your adoption protocol and you were on the the phone interviews with the adoption ladies from Lab Rescue of Florida. Lab Rescue of Florida. It was and intense. They had to come to our house and everything. They did like a home study. It was, it was adorable. Yeah. And you and I basically had to file as a domestic partnership in we order did. for you to gain custody. <laughs> but um, I just remember you being on the phone and them being like, why do you want a black lab? And Julie's first response was, I don't discriminate. Yeah, I don't discriminate. <laughs> Well, really? And it was funny. It was for more of a practical reason than anything. We had dark furniture. Yeah. Like, that was my real answer. was, like, I didn't want a yellow lab to, like, and br- I mean. The, On I your gray a, couch. Yeah. yeah. I would have taken a chocolate lab, too, but there's few and far between. But I just didn't want, like, that white dog hair all over my dark colored couch. But basically, and you're going to see that there's a um, trend that all of these started of, like, Rumor had it back in, like, the medieval ages. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Witchcraft. Um, what? Witchcraft. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the Sanderson, the Sanderson sisters. Yes. So, the black cat, so obviously it originated in, like, the medieval period. It said, it was a huge range. It was 580 to 1580. It was like, really? Quite a range, yeah. Um, so, it originated in, like, the Norman and Ger- Germanic people with their... Uh, their culture and their different stories and folklore but basically they said that the black cat had an association with the devil and when you would see a black cat cross your path it meant that death was coming and the reason that that started becoming a rumor was because of in, in that time frame in the medieval period there was an overpopulation of rats and cats associated with the black plague and obviously death yeah that makes so, a lot of sense so it makes a lot of sense i just I had a black cat. What was his or her Her name? Her name was Emmy. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. We got her probably, I think I had her in middle school and we had her for like only two or three years. And then it was so sad. Like one day she just didn't come home. She was an indoor outdoor cat. She's the reason I'll never have another indoor outdoor cat. If I ever had another cat, because literally like we just didn't want to mess with the litter box or anything. So she would just go out to go to the bathroom or whatever. And literally let her out one morning, and she never came home. And I cried for, like, two weeks. It was awful. That's I was like, really sad. I was, like, 13. I was, like, a baby, and I loved her, and she was a great – she was a good cat. Even my mom will say that, and my mom doesn't really like cats. So the next one that I covered, um, step on a crack and you'll break your mother's back. This one I fucking hated. So – Were you so afraid of it? No. I never believed in it, but after I read it, I hate it. Um, oh, so the late 19th century, early 20th century is when this one was derived, but you're going to hate it too. Everyone should hate it. It originated as, quote, step on a crack and your mother your mother will turn black. Oh. It was like a racist thing. Yeah. So it, it originated as, quote, step on a crack and your mother will turn black. Which and I then, hate. Yeah. Everyone should. And then the next, like the next stage it went through like three stages until it got to where it is today the next one was quote 
Stepping on cracks in the street means bears will congregate in the street and wait for their lunch to walk by. It doesn't it rhyme. rhyme. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't rhyme. Who would no remember that? that? Oh, my God. Um, and then the next one was, quote, the number of lines you walk on corresponds with the number of china dishes you'll break later in the day. <laughs> and then somehow that turned into. What privileged bitch made up that one? And then so, somehow that turned into the current step on a crack and you'll break your mother's back. So speaking of cracks, um, the other day we were watching Dave Chappelle, or the other night, it was like 1 a.m. We were watching Dave Chappelle and his one of the Tyrone sketches, the crackhead sketch. Yes, love that. And he had white powder on his mouth. And yeah. I was like. Naturally. Well, I, but I was like, okay, why does he have white powder on his mouth? And Brandon was like, well, because he's supposed to be a crackhead, like funny, like haha. And I was like, well, but is crack powdery? Like, I always thought crack was, like, No, he's just got, like, a dry situation. Well, maybe that is what it's supposed to be. It really just looks like he ate some Edmonds donuts, but, um, which I think is probably what Dave Chappelle actually did to get that look. Um, but what was great was, like, right before I went to bed, we Googled what crack looked like, and then oh I left it on my phone, and so I woke up the next morning and opened <laughs> my phone. <laughs> I pulled open Google, and it just pictures of crack cocaine. I was like, oh. There you go. That's what we there talked we about last night. And um, yes, it does apparently look different than regular cocaine. And I've seen neither of those things ever in person with my own. Really? Oh, this is my work phone. I probably shouldn't Google crack cocaine on my work Don't phone. Don't Google crack cocaine on your work phone. Yeah, I've never seen crack or cocaine in person because I'm a sheltered little bitch. And so the next one is penny, that pennies are good luck. Just, I guess that's a superstition. I cute. I like it. I think it's really innocent. I mean, there's not really anything like creepy about this one it comes it derives from ancient times basically people thought that metals were a gift from the gods and they thought that if you were able to pick up the coin and obviously back in the ancient times it wasn't like a penny with fucking lincoln on the on the front (laughs) but like if you picked up the coin and you picked it up and it was heads up it meant it was good luck and if it was tails it was bad luck because that your head is considered good and your tail is considered evil. Hmm. I didn't Weird. know that was that significant. Before Corona, I used to, like, if I'd see a penny on the ground and it wasn't heads up, I would flip it over. So that somebody else would walk by and see a heads up penny and feel like they had good luck in their day. You're adorable. I did. I really did used to do that, but now I'm afraid to touch things on the ground. I would have licked a sidewalk for free before coronavirus. And now I'm oh, like, same. Yeah. Which, like, my husband thinks that's so disgusting. (laughs) Last weekend, or this past weekend, or a couple days ago, I was looking through, like, my old photos. I was looking for something specific. I forget why I was doing it. But basically, I happened upon the album of, like, videos and photos from Julie's bachelorette party last October. And, I mean, it was just, like... I almost started crying because I was like, that's what socialization looks like. And I sent <laughs> it to Julie. Too much socialization. That's a lot. I, I sent it to Julie and a few of our friends. And I was like, in case you need to remember what it's like to, to be around other people. And then I was like watching a video of Julie. We were in a beer hall in Helen, Georgia. And there's just these random men around and we're all just like talking. And she goes and like high fives to like random men. And it, I was like, Julie, no, like, do not touch those strangers. (laughs) Like, it's so weird how it's completely changed my perception on stuff. Yeah, it really has. Watching commercials is weird now because. It is. 
the ones that have not been refilmed that like yeah. companies haven't had big enough budgets i'm like oh my god they're standing so cool. like drug commercials i'm like you guys are all just having a fucking picnic like don't yeah. do that that's gross don't don't, don't have a picnic <laughs> um and then the next one i thought was interesting was the superstition of like how walking under a ladder is considered bad luck yeah so i also just feel like walking under a ladder is just dangerous in general like who just about to say that it just doesn't (laughs) sound like a good idea anyways like who was like oh that's the route that I need to take to get to where I need to go yeah I feel like it's almost more inconvenient so basically back in ancient times the ladder against the wall that symbol was a symbol for the gallows because ladders were obviously used to be propped up against the walls to hang people. Oh. hmm But then also in Egyptian culture, so the Holy Trinity is a triangle for them. Okay. That's like the sim- symbolic Holy Trinity for um, an Egyptian – in some Egyptian cultures. So basically if you walk under a ladder – you might accidentally see a god climbing up or down from okay. it, its homeland, home sky, and <laughs> it makes them angry. And since the triangle shape is the Holy Trinity, you're forbidden to break the Holy Trinity. So if you walk underneath the ladder, you're breaking the triangle. Oh, no. Doesn't sound like a very How nice dare you? Do. How dare you? What would you do if you were just walking under a ladder and you just saw an Egyptian god, like, climbing down. <laughs> you know what I think of? I think of um, Night of the Museum 2. I'm not following. No? What is the guy? He's not an Egyptian god. It's, like, Archimedes or, or something. Nope, that sounds Greek. It's the guy that plays, um, never mind. I, Luke, Luke Wilson? Owen Wilson? No, I don't remember the name. Um, hold on. <laughs> so, while I'm looking this up, um my so Brandon like apparently really loves Night at the Museum. Or I learned this about him a few years ago. Is is Brandon still getting emails from the Justin Timberlake fan club? <laughs> no. I don't know that he was ever in the Justin Timberlake fan club. I put either. him in the Justin Timberlake fan club. Did you really? When was this? This was like April when we were doing um happy hours like via zoom with like you and Brandon, Evan and Mark, me and Matt and Kara. Oh, so we must have been drunk. Oh, we were hammered. And we somehow got we were doing like we were playing that game Piccolo where you answer questions like two truths and a dare or whatever. Hank Azria plays Ka Moon Ra in Night of the Museum too. Sorry, and that's what I think of when I think of an Egyptian god. Continue. Can I see his picture? Yeah. I'll pull his picture up. It's this guy. And he has a lisp the whole time, and it's, like, really On purpose, funny. or is it accident? No, I mean... Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> so I just, picture, <laughs> I just picture, picture him climbing on the ladder and be like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but back to Brandon and Justin Timberlake. We were playing Piccolo in, in April, and it was, like, two truths and a lie or something. We were talking about, like, hall passes, and Brandon was like, I mean, honestly, I might put Justin Timberlake on my hall pass he list. He loves and you were, Justin Timberlake. And you were like, I support that. And um, I was like, Brandon, what's your email address? And he was like, it's B. He's like giving me all of the like characters and digits for his email address. And I'm like, okay, what's a common password that you use? 
And he's like, like just laying it all out. And I'm like, okay. And I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone on the Justin Timberlake fan club. And I signed him up. Can you, when we get off this call, you need to ask him, how's your Justin Timberlake fan club going? I'll ask him if he's still getting emails. Um, He probably, if he is, I'm sure he stays up to be a subscriber because he loves JT. Well, you get like first, first pick for like concert tickets and shit. I'm sure he would love that. He loves Pitch Perfect. It's hilarious. I love it. I love that he loves Pitch Perfect. I'm kind of jealous that he loves Pitch Perfect. Matt, like, won't even sit down and watch the fucking Patriot with me. Like, Matt doesn't watch movies, though. He hates movies. It's so frustrating. We watched, last night, we watched um, The Core. It's really terrible. The what? The Core. It's about a group of people. The, The core of the earth has stopped spinning, and therefore people are dropping dead. It's, like, from 2005. And they have to go to the center of the earth in a tubular ship that looks like a giant poo. And they have to. I need you to stop talking. (laughs) I'm frustrated just listening to you describe the movie. How could you sit through that? It was awful, but it was like one of those that's so bad it's good. So anyway. Stanley Tucci's in it. Stanley Tucci. Oh, really? Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci gang. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, So the last thing that I want to talk about is like how the the theory that like bad luck's bad luck comes in threes that one i kind of can get with yeah and that like death comes in groups and and stuff like that so i couldn't find too much on the whole bad luck comes in threes the only thing i could really come up with was that that was like current was the idea behind um michael jackson's passing Farrah Fawcett's passing, and um, who was the other individual that passed away? It was like a two-month period, and they all three died. I don't know. Let me look it up really quick. I do know that there's a bunch of celebrities that have died at the age <clears throat> of 27. Oh, was it Whitney Houston? Mm-mm. Um, a bunch of... But R.I.P., though. Yeah, for reals. Speaking of crack and it being whack. Um, the... Like Kurt Cobain and um, like a bunch of like famous celebrities and musicians have died at the age of 27. Oh, that's crazy. Which is like a weird. Although I say that and then I. Ed McMahon. Of... Oh, really? Mm hmm. So Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison. Um, Kurt Cobain, they all died, and a bunch of other people when they were 27 years old. That's crazy. It's, it is kind of weird. I'm going to be 27 years old this year. You'll be all right, though. Amy Winehouse. I don't have that talent, so yeah. Yeah, no. I was going to say, yeah, you're good. You know, <laughs> I'm good. I'm safe. Um, so basically, I was I kind of went down a rabbit hole with this one because <clears throat> it got me thinking about like there's the full moon theories and deaths happening in groups so i was looking at the difference between like full moon mortality versus like other stages and phases of the moon during the month Mm -hmm. and i found some articles so the critical care forum of biomedical central analyzed the effect of like full moon patterns on patients that were admitted into the icu so they did a experiment it was a well not really an experiment because they weren't like testing anything they were just like gathering information is that technically an experiment 
It was a survey. Survey. Okay, great. So they were gathering data from um, 4,387 patients over 23 months. And of this group, 297 patients died. 31 of the 297 died during a full moon phase, which means they basically found no difference in the number of deaths between the full moon phase and other days. However, um, did you ever listen to Criminal, the podcast with Judy Judge or uh, Phoebe Judge? I might have. I don't remember. Probably. I think you did. But there was one episode that like has stuck with me for a few years. It's actually episode number four, in case anybody wants to go listen to it. It's called Call Your Mom. <laughs> okay. Um, it's about a coroner, medical examiner, forensic investigator. Her name is Kathleen Vernon. And her story is actually really cool on a side note. She grew up, her two parents were in the, like, investigative and, and medical, um, like, autopsy tech field, basically. Like, so she didn't really have a normal childhood. Like, there was one story that her and her mom tell on the podcast where her mom's like, yeah, I needed to do a um, analysis on blood spatter, so I just brought some plastic sheets from home and I used my own blood and Kathleen was like yeah I helped her and she was like I was nine like it's hilarious (laughs) but basically Kathleen is a at at this time that she's recording this podcast this was a few years ago she was the uh, county coroner for the county of Albany and she said that she would get about 80 bodies per year that she had to investigate and but she would get like multiple bodies in a day and then she would get like nothing for months. Hmm. So she would be like overworked for a few days and then she wouldn't have anything. Hmm. Um, She also said that people would die in groups and it happened to be around the time of a full moon. So she would have to like staff heavy on those days, like knowing the like lunar cycle. But she said that, she was like, I honestly don't even know that it had anything to do with the full moon. She's like, I'm not saying that it did. She's like, but yeah. it was just weird that it's like I would get six bodies in a day and then I had, would have nothing for two months. That's weird. Isn't that creepy? Um, Makes me and think then, of that Grey's Anatomy. Is it Grey's Anatomy episode where they would come and then Miranda Bailey would be like, it's a full moon. You know what that means. And then it would always be crazy shit happening at Memorial yeah. Sloan. Sloan? Grey Sloan Memorial. Although it wasn't called Graceland, I don't think at the time. They renamed it. But anyways. Seattle. Seattle oh, Seattle Grace. Oh. And then they renamed it after McSteamy and Lexi died as Graceland Memorial Hospital. Why do I why do I know this? I don't know. I hate that you know it. Though. I hate that I know this. <laughs> um, but I, that's actually funny that you bring that up because that was one subject that I looked into. I was like, well, I feel like you hear like obviously like people die in groups but then you also hear that like emergency rooms are super crazy when there's like a full moon and I looked it up and it was like I mean not really but pet emergency hospitals are crazy on a full moon and I was like what so I wonder why that would be different I don't know maybe something to do with werewolves but um because <laughs> those are real Colorado State University Medical Center um they're Animal emergency, they did a, they did a research project. Animal emergency room visits are 23% higher for dogs on the evenings of full moons. Interesting. I feel like animal emergency rooms would be busier for dogs all the time. I feel like cats usually get themselves out of shit. 
What dogs are, are the dogs are the ones eating like corn on the cob. Bar, yeah, and like barbed wire. <laughs> Is it kind of like when Cropper had a had a pill problem? Yeah, it's exactly like that. For everyone that doesn't know, um, Cropper got a hold of a giant Costco grade like three hundred tablets worth of Advil like a year and a half ago, and I had a breakdown. It was awful. It wasn't on a full moon. Actually, I have no idea if it was or not, but it was bad. So the other thing that I looked at was homicides within the lunar cycle. So the only country that like does reports on this regularly is Finland, which I don't really understand. Maybe because they have the northern lights. Mm, But um, within... In Finland, the the report that I found, there were six thousand eight hundred and eight homicides committed between nine, not Jesus, nineteen sixty one to two thousand fourteen, and they found that there were fifteen percent less homicides committed during a full moon than during the new moon phase. So literally, the full moon has nothing to do with it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, so. I think for most of these, I would say. I mean, coincidence is going to play a role. Yeah. I just, like, have never picked up a penny and then won the lottery. So if any of you have done that, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, I would really like to do that. I That could really come in handy for me right now, especially. So, Have you ever felt like you just had really bad luck, Julie? Um... I guess that's another question is, like, do you believe in luck? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, I think that because I have imposter syndrome, I think I might be a bigger believer in good luck than bad luck because, like, if i What do you I'm, mean by imposter syndrome? You never heard of imposter syndrome? Maybe I have. Maybe I just forgot what it was. Um... Imposter syndrome is basically the idea that, like, like, and I think I dealt with this a lot in my sales jobs, um, you kind of doubt your accomplishments or, like, you're always afraid you're going to be exposed as, like, a fraud for being successful. I would, like, have really good sales members and, like, my bosses would be like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. You're doing so good. I would, like, lop it all off to, like, luck. I'd be like, I'm just getting lucky. Like, it's not actually because... Like, I'm good at the this. client just happened to sign at a good time. Yeah. yeah. And and then I was like, like, I would be consistently doing well with sales members. And I was like, I'm so afraid of having a bad quarter. And like, everyone's going to find out that I'm like, not actually good at this, which that's like a textbook definition. Winning the lottery is like the ultimate sign of luck. Like if you win a lottery, that's a lucky freaking break. In my past life, in my old job, I knew somebody that won the lottery twice. Really? He That's was like a, a really... miserable human being. So. Oh really? God. Um, yeah. They suck. So what about you? Do you believe in luck? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think I mostly don't. That's what I'm saying. Like. I don't. Even, I mean. But, so you think if somebody won the lottery, you wouldn't consider I think that lucky? It was just that happened to be the name that was pulled and they or those happened to be the numbers that they chose I don't think it was like 
oh, these are my lucky numbers and these numbers are going to make sure that I win. Like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. to your point, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. But it is lucky that the person won. That's true. But I don't know. We're, we, I would say we probably agree. I know people that like, so luck is technically success or failure by chance rather than through one's actions. So, like, you pick numbers at random and then you win the lottery. That's That would technically be lucky. Or, like, the, like rabbit's, the rabbit's foot thing. Like, or, like, if you're on a team. Like, when I was on dance team in high school, like, we would have to, like, touch the – there was, like, a painted heart on the door. And you had to, like, touch the heart on your way out before you would go perform. Like I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I think when it comes to that kind of thing from like a team aspect, it's more of like a consistency thing to get you in the right mindset to, to be comfortable and to perform well. Yeah. But it's not like, Oh, if I didn't touch the heart and I mess up, it's because it's, I, it was, it's because I didn't gain the luck. It's not so much superstition in sports. That's that could be a whole other episode. Yeah. And like, remember when were you locked outside? During the national championship at FSU? Yeah. Uh, no. I was inside, but yes, we started winning and We were everyone... locking people outside. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. But no, I was inside, thankfully, because it was cold. Yeah. But well, I don't know. So I, think, I guess I'm not very superstitious now that I'm I think all cats are magic. Here. Yeah. Avoiding stepping on cracks is stupid. <laughs> Pennies are money. Walking under a ladder is just inconvenient, and people die regardless. That's I agree with everything that you said. Great, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, I'm not surprised. (laughs) So we are recording this afternoon with Sarah Allen. Everybody, tune in on Thursday for History Happy Hour. Her story, Um, her beer. It's a good one. I'm excited. Are you gonna wear an outfit? No. I might throw on some pearls <laughs> so I can clutch them during the <laughs> stop. <laughs> so I can clutch my pearls because during the some, climax, during, yeah, the story. During, during the peak of the stories, because there's some there's some sketchy shit that went on, some pearl clutching moments. When Mac gets home from work, I might make him sit down and watch the movie with me so oh, I can get. Oh shit! Food. We didn't watch it. Maybe you will. Watch you should watch that. it today. I think do I'm gonna time? watch it. Yes, I do have time. Are well, you busy? We're gonna do. I'm going to pick up Murphy from his dental cleaning, and then when we get home, that's exactly what we're going to do. We should just say who it is now, so if anybody wants to watch the movie before Thursday, they can watch it. Okay, should we do it it on the count of three? Yeah. One, two, three. Jackie Jackie Kennedy. That was very SNL. That was awful. (laughs) Yeah, so we're talking about Jackie O, and we're going to hear all about her and her life and how she was married to the hottest president of all. I just want to know where her accent came from. It's a, it's the Mid-Atlantic. I, think I don't believe was, that. I believe it's bullshit. It was, I think it was taught to her. Um, and you said there's a, a movie about her. With Natalie Portman, and it's amazing. And it's on? Mm, hold, please. And it was her birthday. Maybe it was today. Let me look it up. I know we, we picked her... It's um, on YouTube for $3.99, Amazon Prime for $3.99... Google Play, $3.99, and, oh, maybe Netflix, maybe Netflix. Her birthday is tomorrow, July 28th. 
So happy good thing. Good thing I was in the middle of watching Jane the Virgin. Let me just go out of here and, and see if I can find Jackie on oh Netflix. Love Jane the Virgin. Love Dina <sighs> Rodriguez. She's she the best. So pretty. I love that you made fun of me for watching Jane the Virgin for I know, like three I apologize. years. Well, you did the same thing with me for, for Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah, I did. You're right. Okay, so Jackie says, okay, it's a documentary. Jackery. Jackery. Who Jackery. Jackie, A Tale of Two Sisters. That's an option. And then there's a lot of different Jackie Chan movies. So um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Spaghetti Heads Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at spaghetti underscore heads. Email us your embarrassing stories at spaghettiheadspodcast.outlook.com. Is that next week? It totally should be next week. We have enough? Mm, I think so. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, um, I think that's everything. We're going to cheers with our non-alcoholic beverages because it's 1 o'clock on Monday. But um, this afternoon we will have some wine. So, there you go. Mm. Water. Yummy. Cheers. Cheers.